Welcome, welcome, welcome. It has been far too long since we have been together and that is totally my fault. Uh, I want to thank you all for your patience and understanding. I just let life get in the way and had some personal things that I needed to deal with and didn't want to create content for the sake of creating content and never want to speak just for the sake of hearing my own voice. I want to make sure that everything that I do is intentional and provides a positive impact. And so for me at that time, and I still feel this way, the right choice was to just step back for for a bit and take a break. And um, I am back, baby. I am, I'm here. I have missed you all. I am very grateful uh, for the opportunity here that I have to share with you. And today we are going to talk about hindsight's 2021. Get it? I know you love my puns, but uh, we're going to talk about how we are bringing, we were going to be bringing the year to a close and preparing for the new beginnings of a new year that lies ahead. And so just time travel with me for a little bit for this episode and for the next episode. And we're going to talk about reflection and then we're going to talk about initiating living with intention. So this one is all about reflection. And I'm a big fan of the act of reflection. I think it's an underutilized tool. And uh, it is something that I think should be done on a, you know, multiple times a day basis, daily basis, weekly basis, monthly, but absolutely at the end of every year, we should do a reflection of, of how that year impacted us, how that year's experiences taught us lessons and how we grew, what we learned about ourselves, what we learned about others, and what realizations and insights we came to. And so I know that this time we're in brings such excitement and hope of positive new beginnings and the possibilities that can lie ahead of us. But before we jump into what we all innately feel so excited about, as in the future... (laughs) the possibilities and the unknown. I really do believe it'd be a huge missed opportunity if we didn't just take the time to take a step back, pause amongst the chaos that is life, and reflect on what this year of 2021 has brought us for both better and for worse. I know the past few years have been extra tough for all of us, having to endure a pandemic that seems like it will never ever end. We are in year three of the COVID pandemic, and it's been essentially three straight years of trauma that we're all experiencing in different ways. And it's really hard to wrap your head around. We're missing our loved ones due to social distancing or country borders being closed or the most unfortunate of scenarios, losing them to COVID. And if that is your situation, you have my absolute heartfelt condolences. I'm, I'm so very sorry for your loss. We ourselves are scared to be infected and, and potentially lose our lives. We're terrified that we've lost our complete sense of what we knew to be reality. And, and the fact that we lost what we knew to be reality, we're scared that we lost ourselves. And so everything as we once knew it has changed. And in my opinion, I know that that, a lot of that sounds negative and it is. Granted, it it is very, very negative. But in my opinion, I don't ever see us going back to how it once was. 
I think this new reality is is our true new reality and there are really fantastic and beautiful pieces to it that I hope that we don't overlook. Examples like the great resignation and severe change in priorities. This is one specific and very well-known positive outcome that was fostered from this pandemic and that people came to the realization that spending so much time at work of their finite lives for jobs that they didn't enjoy or were detrimental to their mental health were not productive uses of their time and therefore was not something that they chose to continue. This pandemic and the loss of our loved ones at such startling numbers helped most of us realize what truly matters in life, what's most important. And for many of us, the answer to that is not money and it's not career. It helped most of us realize that time is our most invaluable resource. It's something that's constantly ticking away, something we're constantly losing, and we don't want to spend this valuable resource in a place with people doing something, whether that's a job or something else that makes us miserable, where we aren't valued and in a place that isn't good for our mental health. We want to spend our time following our passions, pursuing our dreams, doing things that make us happy, helping others, exploring the world, learning about other cultures, and most importantly, spending as much time as possible with the ones that we love. I believe that this pandemic experience has also gotten a lot of us to a place where there were dreams or goals or desires that we were just sitting upon and we were acting out of fear and we had so many thoughts and a plan of action, but we didn't actually act because we were scared. And I know for me, that's the case. And this is such a realization that because time is so finite and life is so, so precious, I got to the point where I just looked at myself in the mirror and said, what the hell am I waiting for? I don't need anyone's permission. Anything that I don't already know, I can find a way to teach myself. And so this experience has empowered me and I know so many others of you. And I think that's the difference that we're seeing is we're seeing action, positive, passionate, intentional action take place, not just thoughts anymore, not just considerations. We're seeing people actually follow their dreams, take risks, being brave and standing up for what's right and doing what's best for them and those around them. And I have to tell you, every time I think about it, talk about it, even right now, I am covered in goosebumps. I think it is the most beautiful, amazing thing when humanity comes together like this. And unfortunately, it does take times of severe hardship a lot of the time for us to band together. But just like how we have survived trauma and come out the other side, more beautiful, reinvented versions of ourselves, I believe that that's what we're witnessing as a species right now. We've all gone through this shared trauma experience together. It's still ongoing, I know, but we're witnessing people reinvent themselves. We're witnessing people rewrite the rules that work for them and reestablish their truths. And that is just beyond anything that I could have hoped or dreamed for all of us to come out of such a wretched few years for such beauty to be found. With the fresh start of a new year on the horizon, hope is beaming towards us so strongly. And I know that we are all fingers crossed, praying, manifesting, whatever it is that you do and you're comfortable with, that this pandemic will end. 
but with every new year, there's always hope. And so as devastatingly desirable as it feels to leap full bore into this new year without a second guess, I challenge you to stay here with me just for a moment, to take this opportunity to be brutally honest with ourselves, reflect on this past year, and adjust our perspectives. Like I mentioned, I believe reflection is a really important but underutilized tool. It allows us to disconnect and unravel ourselves from a messy reality and consciously observe our experiences, our actions, our feelings, our failures, our dreams, and our successes, and our words. And from all of these various and sometimes uncomfortable observations and insights, we're then able to connect them with meaning. And from these meanings, lessons are realized and we're enabled to learn. We learn about ourselves, about others, about our flaws, our strengths, our hopes, our dreams, our intentions, and who we want to be. Now, as I've always been very transparent with you, I recently discovered a very difficult part of this reflection process for me. And it came from me being brutally honest with myself and a difficult experience that I found myself in, which was part of the reason for the hiatus. You know, I swear I have learned the same life lesson over and over again so many times and questioned, why again? Why am I experiencing this again? Why am I suffering through this again? I've learned this. I've been there, done that. Why? And this time was different. I was blessed, is really all I can say, or my eyes were opened to the realization that while I was acknowledging the life lessons that I was being taught, I wasn't implementing them. I was failing to implement the necessary change that lesson was teaching me to implement for a different outcome. And so until the universe taught me this lesson again and again and again and again, I finally came to this realization. I mean, hit me over the head with a two by four. How dense must I be that I was acknowledging these life lessons but not implementing them to experience the change for the better? I am so grateful I've learned this because now I can change and adopt new practices and behaviors that are aligned with me living my best life and all of the lessons I've learned and will continue to learn. And the more we learn, the better informed we can be while we intentionally set goals and make future decisions and choose our future behavior. The reflections of this past year that we discover will be just as unique as each one of us is individually. But if we let this moment pass us by, we may miss the extent and the importance of the lessons that we learned, of the big wins and the successes that we achieved, the memories that we want to cherish, and of the significance of those we welcomed into our lives, as well as those we bid adieu. Not everyone is meant to stay in our lives forever, and not everyone is healthy to have in our lives, and that's okay. Because the more that we grow, the more you grow, the healthier you become, the more you heal, the more clarity you gain, the more you focus on your mental health and become your truest self, you'll find yourself happily choosing to disconnect from certain people who may be stuck in their trauma and a victim mentality or from people who are toxic and unaligned with who you are now and trying to become. You'll find yourself gravitating towards those with similar positive uplifting energies who build others up instead of tearing them down. 
Your growth and healing will change you. But please do not fear this change. Fear is just a thought that we create, just like any other thought that we create. And because we've created it, we can dismiss it or we can create the opposite of it. Don't fear this change because change is a wonderful thing. And the opposite of change is complacency. And complacency is a real killer. So how do we reflect? There are so many ways we can do this, but what I want to strongly clarify is that reflection should be done, like I mentioned before, in a brutally honest way, but in a kind and positive way. And at the very front, leading the charge, leading this process, should 100% be done with a mindset of gratitude. Our thoughts and overall mindset are so immensely powerful. They can alter our perspective, opinions, and behaviors so much so that they can impact our lives in both a positive and a negative way. Gandhi said, a man is but the product of his thoughts. What he thinks, he becomes. I've experienced this to be true, as I'm sure many of you have. You can make a bad day worse by dwelling in the bad things that happened, by complaining, by ruining somebody else's day, by focusing on the negative. Or you can make it better by doing something nice for someone, by remembering something that you're grateful for, by simply reminding yourself of something good that's happened to you. And before you know it, you'll feel a smile drift across your face. Having a positive while realistic mindset is key. Now, I'm not saying that everything is rainbows and butterflies and unicorns all the time. Although, in my opinion, that would be amazing. And if anyone knows of this place, please let me know how much tickets cost because I would love to go. But unfortunately, from past experience, we all know that that's not the case. But when faced with these obstacles, having a strong, positive mindset allows you to see the bigger picture, gain perspective, and empowers you to overcome whatever it is that comes your way. So begin with gratitude. Now this next part is huge and not just for me because I've heard it makes a huge difference for so many other people. I found it personally more impactful if I write down physically on pen to paper or you can type it out all of your thoughts and your reflections. This allows me to go back and reread everything and really take time to process and think deeply about what they mean to me. So be still. Go into that mental headspace that we talked about of gratitude, kindness, positivity, and brutal honesty and write down whatever it is or whoever it is or whatever it is that comes to mind. There is no minimum requirement or maximum limit and you can always go back and add more if new things pop up later. But start by coming from a place of graciousness and appreciation. This will really help set the tone and get your mind in the right place as you continue to reflect on this past year. Now, I suggest you move on to listing moments, memories, experiences that you remember that made you smile or filled you with absolute joy. It can be an experience you had, a person that you love saying kind words to you, or you could have witnessed a random act of kindness between strangers. I know that one always gets me. I get teary-eyed. It can be anything, absolutely anything that brought you happiness. It can be silly. It can be serious. It can be deep. It can be surface level. It can be anything. 
Just write it down. Accept it. Those moments are so significant. Those involved, those places, they matter. Those words, they matter. It's so important for us to know who and what and where brings us joy and makes us feel loved, appreciated, and seen. Because when we know what has an amazing impact on us, we can intentionally create more moments just like those. And when we're in a rough spot trying to pull ourselves out of it, when we know the things that bring us joy, we can do them and we can expedite the process of getting us out of that hole, that darkness that we're familiar with. Now, once you've wrapped that focus, we're going to shift gears to what's caused you sadness or disappointment or pain. Who made you sad or caused you pain? Where were you when you felt uncomfortable? Did you disappoint yourself? Again, write these things down. Just like it's important for us to know what brings us joy, it's equally important for us to know what causes us damage so we can learn from them. And as we move forward, we can treat them like triggers and intentionally avoid these people, places, and situations. Now bear with me because we're going to continue down this uncomfortable theme for a moment more. I want you to write down where you feel you should have done something differently or you could have been better or you let yourself or someone else down. And this is where that brutal honesty comes in. But it's also where you need to have that kindness come in. Recognize none of us are perfect. I'm certainly not. And we deserve to have grace and be kind to ourselves, recognizing that we all have faults and flaws, and we have emotions that cause us to respond to situations or to people in a way that we may later regret. So take a moment, take a day, take a week. Don't judge yourself. Don't be angry. Don't belittle yourself or engage in any negative self-talk or negative thought. Just be honest and write down the factual statements of the situations that occurred or the words that were said or the people that were involved. The more honest you are, yeah, the more painful it can be, but the more you can learn and the more you will grow. Negative thoughts and negative self-talk come from a place of pure fear and pain, and that's not a place where we want to be operating out of. So if these thoughts come to mind, baby doll, it is time for pre-spring cleaning. Clear them out like you would a house you're prepping for a move. Get rid of those cobwebs. Get rid of that outfit that doesn't fit anymore. Get rid of that rug that is way past its due date. Recognize your areas of opportunity for improvement, but address them with your newly self-learned, self-love-driven truths and beliefs. Then you can use some categories or some prompts to help you reflect. You can use some categories like an overall reflection of relationships, your family, your career, finances, health, spirituality, your fun, your hobbies, your dreams. Or you can ask yourself some questions. Am I who I want to be? What's worked for me this past year? What hasn't worked? What do I want to do more of? What do I want to do less of? 
What is my greatest accomplishment of this year? What is my greatest memory? What am I most grateful for? And as you ask yourself these questions of what's working and what's not working and what do you want more of and less of, don't default to focusing on what hasn't worked and what you want less of. Give recognition to what you have implemented that is working and that you like, that you love, that has led to you being accomplished and satisfied and happy because you did that. That's on you. Be proud of yourself. When you go back and look at everything you've written down, you'll start to be able to see reoccurring patterns. You'll also start to see a whole picture and not just pieces of a puzzle. And this type of end of year reflection will enable you to be in the perfect position to intentionally set your desires, your goals, behaviors, and actions of how you want this new and exciting year that's just about to be rung in. Let that ball drop. It's going to let you do it with this information so that you're continuing to grow. You're, you're not in a place of stagnation. Now, I do want to share a little, not an acronym, but a little saying about reflection that can help you remember. It's a simple four-step process of reflecting. It can be reflecting about a situation in the moment. It can be reflecting at the end of the year. It can be self-reflection, however you want to take it. But it's stop, look, listen, and act. Stop. Take a step back from life or the situation. Look. Move your perspective outward and inward. Identify what you notice, what you see, and what you don't see. Listen to those around you, your surroundings, your inner self, and most importantly, your intuition. And then act. Take all of that information that you've gathered and identify the necessary next steps to take towards growth, healing, and happiness. I know that this was delayed, but I really hope that this discussion about reflection you found to be helpful. And like I said, you can use it at any time. It doesn't have to be end of the year, but I do think that it's really vital that you do it at the end of the year. I'd love to hear any takeaways or insights that you've learned from your self-reflection, please share them with me. The social media or the, the website is up and running. That's www.thephoenixlifewithliz.com. I'm on all social media platforms and it can be a private message. I would just love to connect with you and discuss any and all insights that, that came to you because honestly, I can definitely learn something from you as well. I'm really excited about next episode coming up. Episode six is going to be all about leading with intention and being very intentional. And I have topics in mind for the next four to six episodes, but I'm not going to share them just quite yet. And we're going to be having some guests joining me and I couldn't be more excited. I'm just going to leave that little teaser there. I'm not going to spoil the fun and tell you who it is, but it's, it's going to be really, I think, helpful for quite a lot of people. 
and educational, I hope as well. So if you need me, you know I'm always around, always available. There's multiple ways that you can reach me. I really do hope you feel comfortable and brave enough to reach out. And until next week, continue to rise. Thank you.